This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I hope you're having a great Wednesday and a great week. Oh, I just, I loved watching the drama yesterday on Capitol Hill. Wow, wow, wow! What performances! The two Adams. One of them, of course, being Adam Kinzinger, who is, uh, I, I wouldn't even say a, a rhino. I mean, he's just a Democrat leftist. I mean, that's what he is. And, and he was selected because he's a tool uh, for the Democrat Party. Um, also, Liz Cheney yesterday on Capitol Hill. She's so done. She's so done. If she were a Thanksgiving turkey, the thermometer would be poking out. You'd be ready to take her out of the oven because her career is over. <laughs> I mean, her career is done, 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 done. So we're going to get to all that as the show progresses. And here's the positive about yesterday. And I know you're all thinking, oh, man, we're just getting clobbered and all the mainstream media is going insane. And everybody's convinced that this is the worst thing in the history of mankind. Well, it's not. People aren't buying it. You and me aren't buying it. Far more voters want the race riots of 2020 investigated than the January 6th Capitol protests, including overwhelming majorities of blacks and Hispanics. They know they're being played, and we are being played on so many fronts right now, just so many fronts. Uh, reversal with regard to uh, wearing masks, even if you've been vaccinated from the CDC and your kids are going to have to go back to school this fall and wear stupid masks and, and breathe their own carbon dioxide. Unbelievable. By the way, because things can change on a dime, because one minute you've got full meat counters and all sorts of paper goods and everything in the grocery store, and the next day they can be gone. I got a four-week emergency food kit from my Patriot Supply. Right now, if you go to preparewithnewsmax.com, you save 25%. So preparewithnewsmax.com to save 25%. I'll tell you more about their wonderful products here very shortly. So 66% said that they want uh, Black Lives Matter riots investigated. According to the survey, there were 574 violent clashes and over 2,000 police injured during the BLM Antifa riots. Just 49% that said they support House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's partisan investigation of the January 6th riot. This is from Rasmussen. 67% of white, 64% of black voters, 66 of Hispanics, and 62% of other minorities think Congress should investigate the 2020 riots in U.S. cities. 75% of Americans, 60% Democrats, 63% of voters not affiliated with either major party say Congress should investigate last year's violence protests. You can dress up a crap sandwich, 
but it's still a crap sandwich. <laughs> I mean, that's what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to say, oh, but look at the bread and look at the toppings. Oh, my God, this is the best crap sandwich. Oh, mm, you're going to love this sandwich. And the American people are going, no, I, you know, I'm not, no, I'm not going to be fed that. Sorry, not going to happen. The Democrat Party for the last couple of years has been demonizing, demonizing, demonizing the police. There is no doubt about it. It is irrefutable. It is absolutely irrefutable. They have asked to defund police departments. Many cities around the country are recanting that. They're taking it back because they realize the folly of their idiocy. Defunding the police does nothing but increase crime. Duh. I mean, come, duh. Oh, my God. I'm not a Mensa member, but I know this. I'm real close, though. I'm pretty, pretty close. I'm more I'm a, I'm a member of Densa. It's a it's a slightly different <laughs> it's a slightly different organization, Densa. But at least I understand that yeah, if you get rid of police, uh, people are going to commit crime. And if you and if you tell people in San Francisco that you can steal you can steal nine hundred fifty dollars worth of stuff and not get prosecuted, you're going to go in and you're going to stuff a bag full of as much as you can get. Could be thousands of dollars. And as you're exiting the stores, you say, no, it's only nine hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> it's, it's just honestly. Fortunately, we're not falling for it, guys. Oh, I guess we're enemies of the state. I thought you should know. New York Times Justice Department reporter Katie Benner announced without further clarification that we are enemies of the state. So you know what? If I'm an enemy of this state, oh, hell yeah. Because what this state is doing to us as far as our liberties and our freedoms, yeah, I'm an enemy of that. I'm not here to uh, to violently try to throw any anything over. But if you want to call me a deplorable or an enemy uh, of this, then I will wear the badge proudly. And I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me that Democrats would like me to wear a badge, to be quite honest. Glenn Greenwald commented on uh, the, the remarks of this Justice Department reporter. Absolutely amazing. The New York Times Justice Department reporter says that the U.S. faces an essential NATSEC dilemma, namely that Trump supporters are enemies of the state and all of the GOP is a threat to the state. This is a reporter, not an op-ed writer, saying this. In the last three weeks, Joe Biden and Jen Psaki have paraphrased Joseph Stalin. Joe Biden says it's not who votes, it's who count the votes. He said that. He said that. And Jin Psaki and Joe Biden and the Biden administration is calling anything that counteracts what the government says about COVID or, or anything. It is disinformation. Disinformatia, as uh, coined by Joseph Stalin in 1926. Co-founder of the Federalist, Sean Davis, tweeted, Here we have a New York Times reporter channeling the news of the corrupt FBI and DOJ officials who leaked to her straight up saying that your political opposition to the ruling regime makes you an enemy of the state by definition. I want to watch that Will Smith movie again with Gene Hackman, The Enemy of the State, because honestly, you look at how the deep state tried to destroy Will Smith's character in that movie. Never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that was possible, but now I look at that movie and I go, oh my lord. It's like the movie Demolition Man. Have you ever watched Demolition Man? It's a fantastic action movie from the early 90s with Sylvester Stallone. And it has a lot to say about cancel culture and offensive words and stuff. It's very good. It's very good. Okay, so let's get to the hearing yesterday. There was lots of melodrama. Here is the uh, chairman, Benny Thompson, uh, introing the entire thing. And his opening line is just absolutely spectacular. When you look at who was denied the ability to address the people involved like Jim Jordan denied so that Adam Kinzinger <laughs> could be on the panel. Listen to his intro. You will, you, if, if, do you have a viscous liquid in your mouth? If you would, please swallow that because you will do a spit take all over your computer. Put it down. Put it down. Here we go. We're going to be guided solely by the facts. 
the facts of what happened on January 6th. <laughs> that's, that's the line. That's the line. Wow. Oh, my God. That, that, you know what? It, you usually you want to wait. You don't want to open up with the big line right off the bat. But he did. He did, yeah. In the run up to that tragic day. Oh, the tragic day. And what has oh. taken place since. Oh, the tragic day. That's what we're charged to do by... Half a billion dollars worth of damage to Minneapolis. There was a guy in the, in the liquor store we used to go out to, to go to all the time. They found his charred remains a couple days later in Minneapolis. Yeah, oh, the Capitol. Thousands of dollars worth of damage, and they opened it two hours later. House Resolution 503. There's no place for politics or partisanship in this investigation. That's what this whole thing is. Our only charge is to follow the facts where they lead us. The really cool thing is that we're not stupid. Nobody's buying this. I just read the stats. Nobody's buying this. And while we have a lot to uncover, there are a few things we already know. Wow. We know that the insurrection on January 6th was a violent attack that involved vicious assault on law enforcement. We know there's evidence in a coordinated, planned attack. We know that there were grandparents taking violent selfies inside the ropes in the Capitol Rotunda. We know that men and women who stormed the Capitol wanted to derail the peaceful transfer of power in this country. We know that seven people lost their lives. Okay, that's, that's, that's more. The, 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 no, the seven people didn't lose their lives. <laughs> seven people did. That's just a lie. You you opened this with a lie. That's a lie. Four people lost their lives. One from a drug OD. One from natural causes. One from a stroke. And one was murdered by a police officer. And that was Ashley Babbitt. So he's lying. And one hundred and forty police officers suffered injuries. We know that 200 actually suffered injuries when Antifa attacked the White House last summer and tried to burn down St. John's Church. Efforts to subvert our democracy are ongoing, and a major part of the select committee's work will be to find ways to eliminate that threat. Okay, he's talking about Trump supporters, and he's saying that we need to find ways to eliminate them. That's what he's saying. Here he is talking about the peaceful transfer of power, which of course was usurped. Oh, the drama. Oh. But the peaceful transfer of power has stood as the pillar of our democracy. It's one of those things we rely on. And when you steal an election, it should be peacefully transferred. A safeguard that we hold close. Because as heated and angry and divided as we may be, whatever victories we celebrate, upheavals we end. Don't you just hate political speak? Don't you just hate this? You just you can see right through it. He's bloviating. He's he's spewing nonsense. Do it. We can rest easy knowing that when the moment comes, our system guarantees that one party will hand the rings to another if that's the will of the people. And while our institutions endure it, and while Joe Biden is the legitimately elected president of the United States. By the way, uh, Look Ahead America's executive director, Matt Brainerd, has announced that they have discovered, they have discovered, there is no dispute, 157,299 illegal ballots cast in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. 
Okay, so uh, there are a variety of things. Early and absentee ballots cast in the names of voters uh, registered illegally. Voters illegally claiming indefinite confinement status as a reason to vote. Election day ballots cast in the name of voters registered illegally. We found many registrants disguise box numbers as apartment numbers, suites, or units. It is illegal to use an address that is not your own when registering. In other cases, these individuals claimed to reside at businesses that our system flagged because of their location beside a USPS, UPS, FedEx drop-off box. The individuals registered at these addresses neither resided, owned, or even worked at these businesses, which is why we marked these registrations as illegal. So much for your fair election. A peaceful transfer of power didn't happen this year. It did not happen. Let that sink in. Oh, yeah, I've, I've let it sink in, actually. I mean, I can only let so much of your BS sink in before my body, my immune system, literally, literally uh, rejects it. A violent mob was pointed toward the Capitol and told to win a trial by... Now, that is uh, saying that um, uh, Donald Trump... This is about Donald Trump. This is about uh, the third impeachment of Donald Trump. Donald Trump did not say that. Let's hear it again. Uh, was pointed toward the Capitol and told to win a trial by combat. Some depend. That's absolute gobbledygook. Descended on this city with clear plans to disrupt our democracy. One rioter said that they weren't there to commit violence, but that I'm quoting. We are just there to overthrow the government. Well, I'd like to know who that one rioter is. I want to know who they're affiliated with, and I want to know their name, and I want to know that they actually said it, because I don't believe you. Okay, let's get to the melodrama. Let's get to the good stuff right now. Now, normally, you know, I'm, I'm a, a loving father and a husband, and, and I'm not afraid to show my emotions, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, I teared up the other day a little bit when my daughter uh, finished her last driving lesson. Just a little bit. Just a little. I was very proud of her. And then you've got these people, uh, Adam Schiff being one of them, who ginned up tears yesterday in front of Congress. And to me, um, this is such an insult to masculinity, to be honest. I mean, have you no shame? Are you not able to be embarrassed? Because this is just plain embarrassing. I'd like to thank, uh, uh, as Amanda Gorman so eloquently said, uh, that we're not broken, we're just unfinished. Because if we're no longer committed to a peaceful transfer of power after our elections, uh, if our side doesn't win, then God help us. We deem elections illegitimate merely because they didn't go our way rather than trying to do better the next And then there were also the hundreds of affidavits that were signed and the 87,000 absentee votes that were not sent out in Arizona. They just showed up. Time. God help us. And the five uh, battleground states that stopped the vote count until the next morning and then overwhelmingly by 97% the votes that came in the next morning were in favor of Joe Biden. And if we're so driven by bigotry and hate that we attack our fellow citizens as traitors... <laughs> they're born in another country or they don't look like us oh this is fantastic this is not how america is by the way this is nonsense here come the tears he literally had an onion in front of him he, he was he was dicing the onion to get the tears going and god help us <laughs> but i have faith because of folks like you. Oh, boy. And I, 
Adam, I didn't expect this would be quite so much leader, but it must be an Adam thing today. Uh, to act like an idiot. Yeah, it's an Adam thing. Here is uh, Adam Kinzinger crying. Oh, he chooses. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. And uh, thank you to my colleagues on the committee. Thank you to our witnesses. Mm. Uh, I never expected a day to be <clears throat> quite as emotional for me as it has been. <laughs> Just, I mean, if you were married to that, wouldn't you be a little embarrassed? Uh, I've talked to a number of you and gotten oh. to know you. Oh. I think it's important to tell you right now, though. You guys may, like, individually feel a little broken. You guys all talk about the effects you have to deal with, and, you know, you talk about the impact of that day. But you guys won. You guys help. You know, democracies are not... This is so bad. This is about the worst thing I've ever seen. Not defined by our bad days. We're not defined by our bad days. We're defined by how we come back from bad, de- bad days. Yeah. How we take accountability for that. <laughs> and for all the overheated rhetoric surrounding this committee, our mission is very simple. It's to find the truth, and it's to ensure accountability. Like most Americans, I'm frustrated that frustrated. six months after a deadly insurrection breached the United States, Wow. I mean, wow. I only have one thing to say. What? Are you going to cry now? Come on, cry, baby. Cry for me. Come on. Cry. <laughs> Deep in the recesses. <laughs> Here is Liz Cheney. And again, she is so done. Her political career is so over. And I don't think she knows it, even though literally, you ready for this? She's upside down 47 points in her state. That is less popular than liver and broccoli to a four-year-old. I mean, it's really bad. We cannot leave the violence of January 6th and its causes uninvestigated. Wow. The American people deserve the full and open testimony. And very partisan testimony. Every person with knowledge of the planning and preparation for January 6th. Wow. We must know what happened here at the Capitol. Yeah. We, we do. We know a lot of people got let in by the police. We know that that there were literally people who walked up to a door, uh, smashed out the corner of it, reached in and grabbed the doorknob in what, what should be the most secure building in Washington, D.C., please. Also know what happened every minute of that day in the White House. I want to see the FBI agents who had infiltrated, who are unindicted co-conspirators. I want to see them questioned. I want to see the police officer who shot Ashley Babbitt point blank at point blank range. I want to see him testify. But that's not going to happen because this is a kangaroo court. Every phone call, every conversation, every meeting leading up to, during and after the attack. Goodbye. Goodbye. Before we go further, and I do have some more uh, some more uh, melodrama coming up. Do you see what happened to us last year? We were told we couldn't go to church, we couldn't go to concerts, we couldn't go to uh, to certain uh, businesses. Uh, government came up with massive spending programs, and after ten months, you got six hundred dollars for going out of business or being broke. Store shelves were drained, were emptied, meat counters, obviously the toilet paper, the the hand sanitizer, and all this, and rising costs sparked by inflation. Chicken prices have jumped with the price of chicken breast nearly double what it was last year. That's what's happening with inflation. That's what's happening in our country. That's why you should consider getting at least a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. 
My Patriot Supply, I've got a couple of uh, months of food for my family right now, and I ordered it. I just went to preparewithnewsmax.com, saved 25%, and I just decided to get two four-week kits for my family. You get uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, giving you 2,000-plus calories per day. Guys, if they can tell you you can't go to church, they can do anything. If they can tell you you can't go to a concert, they can do anything. If they can tell you that you have to shut down your business, they can do anything, guys. Again, just go to preparewithnewsmax.com. Preparewithnewsmax.com. Save 25% on your four-week kit. Here is uh, Representative Jamie Raskin with a little bit more melodrama. Now, realize, of course, the Democrats were shaming the police, saying the police were white supremacists, uh, saying that the, the police were out to do nothing but murder unarmed black men for the last two years. But suddenly they had this uh, reverence for these four police officers yesterday. Great Americans, and you are heroes to all of America. And long after you are gone, you will be remembered as heroes. I don't know any of their names, to be quite honest. To our country, along with your fellow officers and those who attacked you and those who beat you are fascist traitors to our country and will be remembered forever (laughs) as fascist traitors. No, no, they they won't because nobody knows their names either. Now, Officer Dunn, I've got to start with you because you're my constituent and you are the pride of Maryland today. Wow. I mean, honestly, it's it's just, uh, you know, it's not that the acting is just bad. <laughs> it's just so, so fake. So fake. Here is uh, Adam Kinzinger again talking about the armed insurrection, even though nobody had any guns. There's been this idea that this was not a armed insurrection as if somehow it's an armed insurrection that is justification for what happened we know the hugs and kisses we know the it was blm and antifa right thank thank god those hugs and kisses uh, are still in jail of course then you would i'm sure want to investigate that if that's the case now we've heard maybe the fbi actually started this but one of the ones that has always why don't you have some fbi members there to question them held was that this was not an armed insurrection Officer Dunn, you mentioned that those that stormed the Capitol were very well organized and trained. And let me ask you. And why, just real quick, why are 16,000 hours of footage not being released? One of the most videotaped buildings in the entire world. Seriously, if you've ever been on a tour, every, every place in that building has a camera on it. And we've seen absolutely none of the footage. We've seen some cell phone footage. And even then, we've seen very little of it. Why is that? There were tens of thousands of cell phones there. Why haven't we seen all that? The whole thing stinks to high heaven. And here is the the media's, well, not surprising response to it. We've all been watching together the emotional and disturbing first hearing by the House Select Committee on January 6th, which obviously just wrapped up. You've been listening to gripping, emotional, and frankly, gut-wrenching testimony from four... That's Jake Tapper. His TV show in the last uh, six months has dropped uh, by 80%. The audience has dropped by 80%. Police officers who defended the U.S. Capitol and were beaten by a pro-Trump mob. The powerful testimony, powerful and personal, emotional at times, from four Capitol Police officers. While the point of the hearing was to ensure that their stories were heard, it was also to try to uh, to debunk what is happening among some in the Republican Party who are rewriting history or whitewashing what happened. What did she just say there? She said the Republican Party. That's what it's all about, kids. That's what it's all about. Left wing. And then maybe this is a reason. 
Former President Donald Trump is more popular with U.S. voters than President Joe Biden, according to a Rasmussen poll released Friday. 51% of voters have at least a somewhat favorable opinion of Biden compared to 52% who have a somewhat favorable opinion of Trump. More people have an unfavorable view of Biden, 48% than Trump. Huh. Huh. That's kind of weird. Kind of weird. <laughs> All right. So uh, Peter Ducey went after uh, Jen Psaki. Were you ready for some hot Psaki? And Jen Psaki was all over the road with regard to uh, wearing masks now. Now, you may recall, you may recall the president of the United States. Here is Joe Biden. This was back in May with regard to masks. Now, I want to be clear about what the CDC, CDC is saying. Now, whenever he says, I want to be clear, he's never clear. I just wanted you to know that. Now, what the CDC is not saying. The CDC is saying they have concluded that fully vaccinated people are at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. Therefore, if you've been fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Let me repeat, if you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Okay, now my daughter just got vaccinated, my son got vaccinated, my wife got vaccinated, and uh, and now the Obama administration, no Obama administration, <laughs> it might as well be, the Biden administration is saying, you you got to wear a mask again. Here is uh, Peter Ducey and Jen. Still, then why do vaccinated people need to put the masks back on? Well, Peter, first of all, I would say again, just to go back to this chart, which I will handily... Peter, didn't you see the chart? Oh my God, I can't believe you didn't see the chart. Point two again. If you, I had the chart. Oh my God, how could you deny the chart? If you were vaccinated, if you were vaccinated, your life, it can save your life. And I think the clear data shows um, that this pandemic is killing, is hospitalizing, is making people very sick who are not... It's not actually, no, it's not hospitalizing people... Uh, in fact, in, in Montgomery County, Maryland, where I used to live, there has been one person hospitalized this week in Montgomery County, Maryland. Over a million people live there. One person has been hospitalized uh, for COVID. Vaccinated. That can still continues to be the case. Uh, regardless- why, why? 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 What's going on, guys? We were in the clear. We were in the clear, right? A little bit more from Jen Saka. ...of what the mask guidance looks like. The vaccines work, which this sign says that they do. Then why do people who have had the vaccine need to now wear masks the same as people who have not had it? Because See, that would be a logical question. The public health uh, leaders in our administration <laughs> have made the determination based on data <laughs> that that is a way to make sure they're protected, their loved ones are protected, uh, and that's an extra step given the transmissibility of the virus that people, uh, that they're advising. Wow. Uh, honestly, I just don't even know what to say. Here she is being asked about the, the whiplash that the American people are feeling. Today, they're changing their guidance. They're changing their, uh, their advice to the American public, their public health advice, based on evolving data and an evolving historical guidance. That, uh, very, uh, Did she say an evolving hysterical or historical? Virus. That's exactly what they should be doing. <laughs> what is your message to Americans who are feeling whiplash right now? Why should they trust the same group of health officials? Get a neck brace because there's more coming. Who just two months ago told them they don't have to wear a mask anymore inside. Because our goal is to save their lives. Oh. And our responsibility and the responsibility of public oh. health officials is to continue to provide updated guidance. And remember, if you disagree, that's disinformation. Here she is being uh, asked about masks in schools. 
And the CDC is also going to recommend that children in schools all wear a mask, that everyone in schools wear a mask regardless of vaccination mm -hmm. status. But there are at least eight states that actually prohibit their districts from requiring a mask in schools. So what are parents who have children in those schools, in those states, supposed to do? Now listen to this. Listen to how she goes after the, uh, the states that say that kids having to wear masks is uh, nonsense. Well, uh, look, Caitlin, I, I'm happy not to live in a state where that is the guidance. Oh, and trust me, we're really, really glad you don't live here, too. And this is new guidance that is being issued by the <laughs> CDC today. I don't know how it will influence local elected officials in these states, but I certainly hope for the health and well-being of the next generation that they take a close look at the guidance. Okay. All right. Here is uh, Jen Psaki saying that the country is headed in the wrong direction. Everything was cool. Uh, no more masks, the whole deal, the vaccines working, get vaccinated. And then, uh, you know, now suddenly it's it's uh, absolutely worse. It's much worse. I'm going to get to some t statistics. We had a, uh, a special guest on uh, Newsmax last night. I will share Dr. Russell Sarosky talked to uh, Robert Rob Schmidt, and he's going to he's going to say straight. I want you to listen to what he has to say. But one more one more little soundbite from Jen. Saga. On COVID, Dr. Fauci says we're going in the wrong direction. Whose fault is that? Well, I would say first what he was referring to is the fact that because there is still a large population of people in this country who are unvaccinated and we have the most transmissible variant that we've seen since the beginning of the pandemic, uh, that more people are getting sick with COVID. And that's not, those numbers are not moving in the right direction. I think that's accurate and you can see it by data. Okay. Let's move on to Dr. Russell Sarosky talking with Rob Schmidt last night. So is this science or politics? Dr. Russell Sarosky, who joins us now, a board-certified neurologist. Uh, doctor, good to see you again. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me on. So the CDC director, Rochelle Winsky, says if you're vaccinated, you could still get COVID and spread it asymptomatically. So if this is the new science, then I guess we're just wearing masks forever then. No, wait, 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 wait. Last year... There was no such thing as asymptomatic spread last year. Seriously, the, the CDC said there was no such thing as asymptomatic spread of the virus. So here's what they're doing. They're saying that people who don't even show any symptoms are still considered dangerous, even if they've been vaccinated. <laughs> What's the point of the vaccine? I told you last year, guys, what the masks were all about. They provide minimal protection, but they do broadcast fear. They do broadcast fear. Well, Rob, what you heard from the CDC today was incredibly destructive on multiple levels. Mm. Let's start with the fact that they're undermining their own agenda about vaccinations, trying to force everyone to mask again, regardless of your vaccination status, when studies show that the risk of those who are vaccinated and or have natural antibodies actually dying from COVID it's literally zero. In fact, from the CDC's own data, out of 160 million people... Have been I want you to pay attention to this. I want you to pay attention to this. And if somebody confronts you about masks or whatever, I want you to share this show with them, okay? I'm not trying to BS anybody here. I just... We're being played with regard to January the 6th. Are we being played again with regard to this? 2020 happened because it was 2020. That's the only reason 2020 happened, guys. And what is right around the corner? 2022, kids. Dying from COVID is literally zero. 
In fact, in the CDC's own data, out of 160 million people who have been vaccinated, there is a 0.005% of dying. To put that into perspective, you have a greater chance of dying from a lightning strike, a bee sting, or even sun poisoning than dying from COVID. The message should have been, if you're vaccinated or have natural antibodies, the pandemic is over and you should live your life. Wow. Here's a little bit more from uh, Dr. Soroski. These three-letter agencies are once again using case counts rather than the actual metric that matters, which is hospitalizations, mortality. Pay attention to this, kids. Pay attention to this and share it. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts, the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson, and send this episode to your friends. In order to instill fear again and control Americans' behavior, because there's absolutely no evidence that the Delta variant or any other variant, for that matter, causes increased hospitalizations or death. And the interesting thing, when they introduced the Delta variant, saying that the Delta variant is the next thing, who did the Delta variant, who did it affect the most? Young people and the unvaccinated. That's what they said. Young people who were not getting the vaccine and the uh, those who refused to get the vaccine. That was the Delta variant. Oddly enough, those are the people that remain unvaccinated and the government wants them to get vaccinated. And so suddenly there's a Delta variant that only affects the people who are being unvaccinated or are young people. Pretty interesting how that works out. Here is uh, Mayor, uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio, the worst mayor in the history of New York City, other than David Dinkins, talking about how voluntary vaccination is over. And look, I'm a parent. My kids went to New York City public schools. If my kids were God help your kids going to school in September, I would be running to get them vaccinated right now. And and like was said a moment ago, you know, we used to do this as parents all the time for a variety of vaccinations. We've got to shape people at this point wow. and say, come on now. We tried voluntary. You know, we could not have been more. OK, let's listen to that again. That's just priceless. We've got to shape people at this point and say, come on now. We try- Please try to shake me. I want you to just try to put your hands on my shoulders and shake me. Please. I will come to New York to see if you try to shake me. I'd voluntary. <laughs> you know, we could not have been more kind and compassionate as a country. Yes. Free testing everywhere you turn. Incentives. Friendly, warm embrace. The voluntary phase is over. We can keep doing those things. I'm not saying shut it down. I'm saying voluntary alone doesn't work. It's time for mandates. I got to tell you, uh, you again, if you want to get vaccinated, please do it. It's your decision. It's your decision. If you have a wonderful, if you haven't, I don't care. Doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter to me at all. I'm not trying to say it's good, bad, or otherwise. But I can understand why some people are vaccine hesitant when fools like this spew that kind of crap. Do you think that's going to help the situation? Here is uh, uh, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky talking about how, and this is interesting because the narrative shifts. What is misinformation shifts? Last year in March, Anthony Fauci said that masks were not necessary. And then it shift. So this covers anything, anywhere they decide to go, anywhere they decide to go with this, they are covered by the fact that now she's saying that the science shifts. This moment, and most importantly, the associated illness, suffering, and death 
could have been avoided with higher vaccination coverage in this country. COVID-19 continues to prevent, present many challenges and has exacted a tremendous toll on our nation. We continue to follow the science closely and update the guidance should the science shift again. We must take every step we can. The science keeps shifting. And to stop the Delta variant and end this pandemic. You just don't know who to believe, do you? You just don't know who to believe. Here is my friend Dan Bongino talking about uh, the moving goalposts. It's amazing how we keep the goalposts keep moving. 15 days to stop the spread. 150 days to stop the spread. 150 millennia to stop the spread. When the vaccine will we'll go back to normal. When we, uh, well, after the lockdowns, we'll go back to normal. You ever know, never anything's going, nothing's going back to normal. Do you huh. wonder why it's not going back to normal? I wonder why. Normal? Because the government doesn't want you to go back to normal. They love this. They love fear. It's the coin of the realm for the left. Fear makes you forfeit your civil liberties. Useful idiots on the left and the David French types on the right go along and encourage people to forfeit their civil liberties over to the government. And the government has realized quickly that this endless fear campaign has been terrific. It has made individuals small and the government bigger. We're spending records amount of money. They don't want this to ever go away, ever. They love the fear campaign and suckers are playing right into it. Wow, just wow. Here is uh, Kamala Harris yesterday talking about uh, the vaccine and and masks and all that. Uh, And she's actually wearing a mask. Okay, she's sitting by herself. She's wearing a mask. She continued to wear a mask, even when they said you didn't need to wear a mask if you've been vaccinated. Anyway, we're going to cut this thing off. Nobody likes wearing a mask. Get vaccinated. Now, what one she was she was put in charge of uh, going around the country to promote the vaccine. How well has that worked? <laughs> not very good. Not very good. Uh, let's sit here. This is an interesting little thing I saw. Um, Jen Psaki talking about uh, uh, censorship, not on Facebook, but all social media. And by the way, the Biden administration is all for it. It was great. On the topic of COVID, you guys in the last week specifically have been going hard at Facebook for not doing enough to remove misinformation. What's your message to platforms like Facebook? They're killing people. Why Facebook specifically? Have you guys talked to other platforms? It's not just Facebook. Facebook's already censoring. They're already they're all already bending over for Mr. Charlie. They already are. That Joe Biden would go after them when they're towing the party line and they're booting off anybody who disagrees dutifully, like like good uh, you know slavishly devoted Marxists. You know why would they go after uh, Facebook when they're doing everything the White House wants? Facebook. Every social media platform has a responsibility here and. They could all probably to tell the government line and and if anybody disagrees with it to boot them. We'd be doing more to crack down on misinformation. Also, it's not just social media. Oh, listen to the cute music in the background. That makes it all cool. Platforms. It is also personalities on television. It is also elected officials. Unfortunately. Wow. So they want they want to silence personalities on television and elected officials too. Can you? This this is our country. They're parroting Joseph Stalin, disinformatia, and they're cool with it. Fortunately, people aren't buying it. Like the January 6th versus the $2 billion worth of damage, the 570 riots, the 2,000 police officers injured by BLM and Antifa. People aren't buying it. We've had a taste of freedom. 
We've had 230 years of freedom. Closer to 250, I guess. We aren't Cuba. We aren't the former Soviet Union. We aren't North Korea. We aren't China. And so the mainstream media and big social media and the Democrat Party can try to force feed us all of this. And we're still going to say BS. And it's never going to stop. It's never going to stop. We are going to overthrow at the ballot box this nonsense in 2022, if not sooner, because we're not accepting it. And as much as they try and as much as these and and if it's not painfully obvious to you that it's being rejected, then let's look at reliable sources. Brian Stelter's weekend show averaged only 100,000 viewers among the coveted category of 25 to 54 adults. Smallest audience of the year in the category. A 80% decrease in Jake Tapper's show. All of the shows on CNN and MSNBC are tanking, are tanking. They're not even able to keep the lights on, barely. Reliable Sources isn't just struggling with viewers from the group that pays the bills. It's also having a hard time attracting viewers of any age. Stelter's program do 675,000 viewers on Sunday for its smallest audience of the year. Meanwhile, Newsmax absolutely handed Fox's rear end to them by covering the Donald Trump speech on Saturday night. And I was on a panel right before it, right before it. We're not buying it. So if there's anything that I would say to just keep you positive... It's to know that most people aren't buying this. Here is uh, Grant Stinchfield. I don't know if you knew this, but last year the uh, FBI hatched, the FBI hatched a plan to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. And they presented it to some, uh, well, I guess, white nationalists or whatever in, uh, in, in the state of Michigan to try them to get, the go, to get them to go along. And they didn't. And they did it for uh, one reason. That was because it's an election year and they wanted to say that Trump supporters want to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. Here's Grant Stinchfield talking about it. Deep state anti-freedom operatives have weaponized these all-important agencies, weaponized them against you, the America First Patriot. Do you remember that alleged kidnapping plot against governors of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer, Well, thanks to a slew of reporting on that so-called right-wing extremist domestic terror plot, as we were made to believe, we are now learning what a sham it was, too. It turns out, according to this reporting, the FBI apparently concocted the whole scheme, recruiting, training, and even inspiring this ragtag group of misfits to try to carry out the plot that never happened. Both BuzzFeed and The Federalist are reporting that the FBI's undercover agents, as well as as many as 12 highly paid informants, one got $55,000 in a year. Wow. They actually served the FBI, these informants, in leadership positions of this Wolverine Watchmen militia group. The Wolverine Watchmen, I guess it's inspired by the movie Red Dawn with Patrick Swayze. Here's a little bit more from uh, Grant Stinchfield. Wolverine Watchmen Militia Group, a group that started with just one member when the FBI got involved. So there's one member, they decided to go with this one member with like a dozen FBI agents to hatch a plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. Remember the arrests (laughs) of the 14 individuals? Well, remember. They came in the run-up to the 2020 elections, Mm -hmm. at a time when the media is desperately started pushing this right-wing domestic terror threat narrative. And they're still saying that right-wing radicals are the biggest threat to America, which is a lie. 
It certainly appears oh, the Whitmer boy. kidnap plot was now all a ruse, a setup job to hurt who else but President Trump. Absolutely, 100%. A little bit more for Mr. Stinchfield. The Federalist points out the prosecutors claim the defendants showed the ability and intent to use explosives. Well, it turns out that's a joke. Here's how the Federalist puts it. Their laughable attempts to ignite uncompressed black powder during a group training event sponsored by one of the FBI informants, which in itself proved how unskilled and incapable <laughs> the defendants were in the handling or use of explosives. In fact, the Federalist goes on to write, the group's only actual planning with regard to explosives was done by an undercover FBI agent who posed as an explosives expert and black market broker for military-type explosives. Wow. But to the media elites that run America, well, the Wolverine Watchmen serve to them as more proof that all Trump supporters must just be middle America gun-toting hillbillies domestic terrorists. Oh, don't, don't forget, enemies of the state. Yeah. Media ignored the fact <laughs> that the entire plot seemed far-fetched. Meanwhile, the other side burns American flags and wrecks cities. We fly American flags and we stand during the national anthem. Yeah, we're the terrorists. BLM and FIFA riot happening every day in America at that Fantastic. point. The radical left, using the FBI needed to drum up some real right-wing extremism. Couple more stories before we go. Jim Jordan actually appeared uh, with Rob Schmidt on his show yesterday to talk about the January 6th commission. Of course, he was not uh, allowed to be on the commission asking real questions that don't just toe the Democrat party line. So uh, your overall reaction to what we saw today on Capitol Hill? Well, look, the these officers, God bless them, uh, they never should have been put in that situation. Agreed. Uh, there should have been more help for them that day. Um, everyone understands that. But frankly, that's sort of the fundamental question. Uh, why wasn't there an, a, a proper security posture on that day? And frankly, because they wanted to make it into the Reichstag and blame Trump supporters for it. Only the Speaker of the House can answer that question. I don't think this committee, this partisan... It was the only thing they thought that could put out the fire in people's bellies about election integrity. Committee is going to um, ask that question and address that question, but that's the one that needs to be asked and answered. But the fire still burns in the belly of the SS Britannic, which set sail on January the 20th. Here's Jim Jordan a little more. And I, I do think that to the average whatever news watcher today, uh, that, that this, was a, this was a lot of black eyes for the Republican Party in some ways. What do you make of that? Well, the people who did wrong did, did just that. They did wrong, and they need to be held accountable, and in fact, yeah. they are. But one thing I know is you've been consistent. I've been consistent. Republicans have been consistent. We condemned the violence on January 6th. We condemned it all last summer. Democrats haven't. They did last summer, as I said, they were they were supportive of defunding the police. And in fact, they did defund the police so much so that last weekend we had 12 people murdered in Chicago, one city, one major oh, yeah. in Chicago. So <laughs> we've been consistent. It would have been nice if Democrats had, yep. had done the same. The Democrat Party is lining up on the wrong side of history. Evil doesn't win, guys. Evil doesn't win. If that's the case, uh, Hitler's nephew would be in charge of, you know, uh, Nazi Germany today. All right. It's just the way it is. Evil, evil doesn't win. Right now, we've got people uh, fighting and dying and being arrested in Cuba, and the, the Biden administration is silent on what could be the greatest event in Cuban history. 
not doing anything to help him out. Unbelievable. Greg Kelly, real quick. Uh, he had some footage, but I think you'll you'll get it by hearing it. Um, footage of uh, people being let in by Capitol Police. And there's a lot of it, by the way. People literally getting selfies with the Capitol Police. If this were truly a violent mob bent on an insurrection and taking over the government, why would the Capitol Police stand by, do friendly selfies? I'm being very serious about this. I'm being very, very serious about this. This is one of the reasons why 16,000 hours of camera footage from within the Capitol has not been released. Also this, I think it's a legitimate question. You got four cops there. Anybody recognize this one who seemed to be waving people in, encouraging them to come up to Capitol Hill? Who was that? Have you heard anything about that? Uh Your buddy's talking about that one? Officer Dunn? How about this? Who are the cops posing for selfies? Hmm? Who are they? Did you pose for any selfies? Hey, do, do you mind if I get a selfie with you and then I'll go back to the incursion and trying to burn down the uh, the Capitol and uh, and murder everybody and take over the government? Can you just do a real quick selfie with me? Thanks. Thank you. What was that all about? Hi, Mom. Hey. And how about this? Ask them about this. Who are these cops just standing there as people walked into the Capitol? Who gave them those orders why were people just walking on in and you know what some people why does nancy pelosi not have anybody on the committee who will ask tough questions from the uh, republican point of view have noticed that at times it looked like a a tourist scene they're not lying i saw that you saw that they're walking within the ropes i mean this stuff happened it did why aren't we asking questions about that why are why are still uh, there people in solitary confinement six months later Time for me to go, guys. I greatly appreciate you joining me today. If you would, share this show with others. And there are over 50 um, digital platforms. And those are all available at NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. So it's Spotify, iHeartRadio. I mean, they go on and on and on and on and on. But if you would, uh, on your phone, just get Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. And if you would, leave a five-star review. That would be a blessing. Seriously. Also, if you get a chance to, go to preparewithnewsmax.com if you would like to order a one-month or more supply of long-term storage food, which stays fresh for up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Preparewithnewsmax.com. Save 25% on your four-week kit. I've got two of them. It's a big deal because, again, things can change on a heartbeat in this country. Things can shift very, very quickly. In the meantime... God bless you. God bless the police. God bless our military. Remember Ashley Babbitt. Don't believe the BS coming out of Washington, D.C. And above all, do not catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.